Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. And several months ago, a listener who is a big advocate of It's Rainmaking Time talked to me about something called Agnihotra. Now, I'm very interested in healing. A lot of the listeners are interested in healing. And healing is a big universe of opportunity. There's many different types of healing modalities and practices. I'm very interested in Ayurveda. And Agnihotra is considered a healing fire from the ancient science of Ayurveda. And it's a process of purifying the atmosphere through a specially prepared fire performed at sunrise and at sunset daily. Anyone in any walk of life can do this and heal the atmosphere in his or her home. Hundreds and thousands of people all over the world have experienced that Agnihotra reduces stress and leads to a greater clarity of thought, has been known to improve overall health and give one increased energy and make your mind more full of love. It's known to nourish plant life and neutralize harmful radiation and pathogenic bacteria. And it's known to harmonize the functioning of what is referred to as prana or life energy and has been used to purify water resources. And I've invited Richard Power to join us today to explain what this ancient science is, to talk about it, and to inform us more about it. I think it's very interesting, and I want to welcome Richard Powers to its rainmaking time. Good morning. Morning, Kim. Thank you very much. Let's talk about this ancient science. It's given in the Sanskrit language. At the time of creation, what does that mean? Knowledge was given in Sanskrit verse form by Almighty Father, and even before uh, civilizations existed, this knowledge was out there. And when man was created, he was given this knowledge to maintain the the balance in nature, the the, the purity and the beauty of the of the earth. So it's it's known by other civilizations on other planets. Uh, it's not just our knowledge, and certainly doesn't um, originate in India or anything like that. We've known in the recent years that water has a vibration. We've known for a long time sound has a vibration and that everything is vibrational oriented. Now, the Sanskrit language is a language of vibration. And I know that these mantras are also happening at the same time that this particular process happens. Explain what Agnihotra is and what the process or the ritual is. Um, Agnihotra is the basic uh, Homa, which is synonymous with Yajna, and these two terms mean purification um, uh, through the agency of fire. The sunrise and sunset uh, have a specific healing energy present, which is a part of the Agnihotra process. At sunrise, the many fires, electricities, ethers, and more subtle energies emanating from the sun extend all the way to the earth and produce a flood effect at those coordinates where the sun is said to rise. The flood enlivens and purifies everything in its path, destroying what is impure in its wake. This torrent of life-sustaining energies causes all life to rejoice. At sunrise, that music can be heard. The morning Agnihotra mantra is the essence of that music. It is the quintessential sound of that flood. At sunset, the flood recedes. So 
Talk about this fire that's burned. Explain the process to us for those of us that don't understand what it is. Tell us the logistics of this. The, the inverted pyramid has three levels or steps to it. It's a small um, vessel about six and a half inches across at the top, and it goes down to a two and a three-quarter inch base. Um, and so you don't need a big fire. And the ingredients... Uh, that are used are uh, raw, unbroken grains of brown rice, ghee, which is clarified butter, and dried cow manure. Um, so those are the three physical ingredients, uh, or four. And then the mantras and the energy, the healing energies at sunrise and sunset. Those are the components. Now, where are people supposed to do this? Can they do this in an apartment or in a condo or in a home, or does it have to be outside? Explain it to us. People can do this anywhere they want. Um, in in the home, the only uh, thing about agnihotra is the, the smoke and the ghee goes up with the smoke, and it will um, put a black, greasy film on your walls. So um, outside in the garden is tremendous. Um, if you're going to do it in the home, in my home, I have a little room I made just for this, and I vent the smoke outside, and I don't care if the walls get black. Um, but I, I have a kit, which I do in my car, so you know I try never to miss this, and I'll do it anywhere. Um, oh, one, one important thing is the, the timings of sunrise, sunset um, vary uh, everywhere you go, you know, from town to town. So getting the correct timings for your area is very important. And you can't use the timings from the weather station, the radio um, stations, because they um, are using sunrise, sunset times of visual, uh, when you visually see the sunrise just pop up or the sun just going down below the horizon. We're using the timings uh, when the healing energy is present. And that energy is when the sun is actually above the horizon and there's a space between the bottom of the disk of the sun and the horizon itself. So these have to be calculated um, exactly. There's a program um, available, which we send free uh, by email. And so this is a very important part of it. That healing energy only lasts a very short time. You want to be able to uh, have a fire going of uh, the ghee and the rice, I mean the, uh, the dung and the ghee, and in this pyramid, and the offering of rice and ghee uh, is given, the mantras are started at the time given on the timesheet. So you've got a full blaze going, uh, you start the mantra at that time, and half, <clears throat> excuse me, halfway through the mantra, you have one offering, you give the other half of the mantra, and you give the second offering. The whole process uh, takes 10 minutes, um, you know, five minutes to prepare it, um, five minutes to burn, and uh, it's done. And since we have a very short uh, amount of time for that, that the healing energy is present, you want to be exact so that you get the full effect of this healing. Um, the fumes from the burning materials interact with this healing energy, and it produces this 
healing effect on the atmosphere. What's going on in the atmosphere is the smoke is neutralizing the uh, bacteria in the atmosphere, the pollution, the radiation, and then the mantras are drawing purified prana or life energy down into the area where this is being done. So you neutralize the pollution and then you recharge it with purified life energy. If we're doing this outside, let's say, at the exact time, we have everything ready, all the correct substances that are needed. We have the copper pyramid, which I'm going to ask you about in a moment. How far into the atmosphere are we talking about? The pollution extends seven miles, and pollution affects this prana. So all the prana within the seven-mile range is polluted. We have to go beyond that. So the, um, this opens up a channel and gets the prana from eight miles high and draws it down into the area where you're doing this. How do we know that? Or like, How do you know that? Well, this is just what we've been told, and we've also been told that it heals all kinds of stuff, and we can see that. Explain that to us, because, see, you're so into it, and you've known about this and done this for a long time. What have you heard, and what have you experienced? Oh, many years ago, maybe 15 years ago, the um, Peruvian farmers were having a terrible problem with their uh, plantations being destroyed by all kinds of funguses. And my my teacher took some kids from the States down, and they did a four-month experiment on a banana plantation. It was 95% diseased with this uh, black cicatoga or cicatoga negra. And the farmers were just walking away from their farms. They couldn't do anything with them. They tried all kinds of chemicals and nothing was happening. So we went down there and the only thing we asked was that a government agricultural official come and document the pre-existing conditions and at least once a month come back and see the progress of the land and they went down there and just did this fire ceremony, not just Agnihotra, but it includes uh, some other fires as well um, when you're dealing with a disease like that. Um, and in less than four months, it was a completely healthy uh, farm. The bananas were looking better than they ever have. The, the diseases, the funguses were 95% reduced. Um, and... And so since then, the government has endorsed this. They've done many uh, trials. Um, They've got a lot of documentation about how it heals the land. Our teacher uh, was actually invited to um, become a paid consultant by the Peruvian government. But he said, no, just give me a permanent visa and that'll be enough. You know? Just come and go as freely as you could. So um, there's documentation there. Uh, there are, there's a couple in Peru that have been doing a great job documenting people's testimonials of their own healing, their farming experiences, the healings of their animals, and all of these, uh, so many docu- uh, testimonials can be read about on a website that's called HOMA, H-O-M-A, numero1.com. Why the copper pyramid? Explain it to us. Well, copper and gold both have this uh, healing uh, vibration to them. Copper's cheaper, so we're going to use that. 
Um, the pyramid shape is um, well known to uh, emanate uh, vibrations, and this particular size and shape have been uh, given for this this time uh, for this process. It used to take many um, educated Brahmins uh, a fair amount of time to do a, a healing Agnihotra fire, but it would do the entire community. The conditions today require that anybody in their home be able to perform this themselves. So the essence of this process, it's been reduced to the bare minimum that can be done to achieve these same results. So the, the pyramid is uh, it's very small, the process is very small, but it still has the same healing effects. You're burning ghee, dried cow dung, which is manure, a little bit of brown rice. And when that's burned, what is it said to do? Is it the mixing of all these? What does this mean? Is there a translation? Or Well, each, um, each of the items has its own properties and effects. Um, the cow is considered sacred in India, and uh, it's because the properties of the cow have medicinal value. The ghee is the only substance we know of which does not lose weight when you burn it. This means it atomizes and goes up with the heat of the fire. And uh, when you're doing it outside in the garden, the ghee attaches itself to the molecular structure of the soil, and this helps to retain the moisture. And so a garden where agnihotra is done will not succumb to a drought where neighboring gardens will. Um, ghee is used to draw infection out of the body. Uh, I've used it many times to, uh, if I have a splinter um, and it's infected, I'll put ghee on a Band-Aid and, and within 24 hours it just draws the splinter out and the infection is um, eliminated. Uh, there are many things that um, ghee can be used for. The cow dung uh, is this Russian scientist, this is very interesting, Russian scientists studied the Vedas and they found out that radiation cannot penetrate dried cow manure. And I read in Newsweek magazine that they insulate the bottom of their space capsules with dry cow manure to protect their cosmonauts because on reentry there's a terrible bombardment of the radiation. You mean the Van Allen radiation belt? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Now that's fascinating. So the correlation then exists in my mind that if you're burning cow dung, then that's going to um, uh, neutralize the radiation in the atmosphere. The breath of the cow has been used, is used in Scandinavian treatment um, to cure early cases of tuberculosis. You put a patient in a shed with a cow and it breathes a breath and it'll cure the tuberculosis. How much do you think that this process, this healing fire, Agnihotra, part of it is intent, part of it is the timing in which intent is being directed in combination with these mantras that's bringing all this together? This is a purely scientific process. You don't have to have uh, any particular intention. You just have to do it correctly, on time, with the correct mantras, and it'll work. A scientist in the laboratory can get the same results. Interesting. Talk a little bit about the ceremonies where many people have come together to do this 
do you call it a ritual? A ceremony, I suppose. Okay. I guess you can call it a ritual. How do we get the healing mantras, and how are they selected? Uh, well, this knowledge was resuscitated by divine will, and all of this knowledge is available on the website, agnohydra.org, and there are many other websites also that uh, you know, we're, we're working together around the world. Um, but the process is free of charge, and the knowledge is free of charge. The mantras are free, the timings are free, and uh, the only thing you need to acquire really is the pyramid. Um, there are websites uh, where you can buy all sorts of uh, copper goodies, uh, but uh, the only thing that's important is the pyramid itself. How has it been working for you, and are there some stories that you can share with our listeners? Well, I'm very healthy. Um, of course, I, I always was very healthy, um, so I don't know that that uh, is indicative of anything. I have seen the protection uh, that this provides, um, in an automobile accident on my way to India once, uh, a friend was driving me up, and we got broadsided by a, a vehicle. It flipped us over twice. We landed on the roof of the car, smashed all the windows out. Uh, I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and I came out totally unscathed. My heartbeat didn't even uh, race. And, and I've seen many other instances in, in, in traffic where where when an accident should have happened, it didn't. So I've seen the protection there. Um, and, of course, that's uh, a lot of people have seen that, that uh, do Agnihotra. Um, other than that, I've seen my kids grow up in it. I have three children. They're all grown up and, and out of the house now, but they're all healthy. They've got uh, good heads on their shoulders. I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking, okay, where am I going to get cow dung? <laughs> dried cow dung. Um, you know, there are so many cows out there that if you're living anywhere near the edge of a city or out in the, in the country, you can certainly get it yourself. Um, you know, I sell probably the most cow dung in, in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, it's actually a booming business, but um, I really can't keep up with the demand. And because you know, I, I have to make all the pyramids and all the other copper stuff and do everything else that's involved in this, but, um, yeah, I do what I can. You're a craftsman, aren't you? I'm a cabinet maker, yes. Yeah. It's an interesting life you lead. Talk a little bit about the fact that it doesn't matter what religion you've been born into or that are currently practicing, because I think a lot of people may think, if you don't know Ayurveda, if you don't know these mantras, if you haven't grown up in Hinduism, that it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Um, because it's a science and it has healing effects, which anybody can witness, you know, anybody can do it. There are thousands of, uh, no, I'm not going to say thousands, but there are hundreds of uh, Catholics. Well, yeah, there are thousands of Catholics, very devoted Catholics in South America um, performing this. There are nuns down there performing it. Uh, every religion... Um, around the world, any religion can do this, any person belonging to any religion, um, because it's not a religious process. The Sanskrit sounds a lot like Hindu, but it's not. And um, because it's a scientific process, if you want to be healthier, if you want to rid yourself of the effects of pollution from your life, uh, you can do it. And it just takes a few minutes each day no strings attached. 
when did Agnihotra first start to become known? Well, it's been known throughout the history of the world since man first was created. Um, and he was given the knowledge to maintain the purity of this Garden of Eden he was given. And through the ages, man tends to uh, uh, begin to disregard the knowledge, and he loses it, and he falls. And then when things get really bad, a being is born to resuscitate this knowledge, and it goes on and on. Uh, Buddha, Muhammad, Jesus, Abraham, Moses, you know, they all were given this knowledge to bring back the purity of the environment, to help the people, to nourish the land. So where does it begin? I don't know. It begins at the beginning of time. On your site, it talks about how this process can get rid of pathogenic bacteria. And I noticed that there's a section called Scientific Experiments with Agnihotra, which I find very interesting. And there's a Dr. Arvind Munkar who talks about the quantum of pollution, that our way of life has intensified the quantum of pollution, which is not even a question, that no place is really safe from pollution anymore. But one of the types of pollution he writes about is microbial pollution for people in the medical and paramedical field and that microorganisms are ubiquitous in nature. And he has a couple experiments on here, which I think the audience would be really interested in. Have you had a chance to meet him or... No, no. Uh, I've read the article, and that's about as far as it goes. The only thing I know about Agnihotra is that it neutralizes the negative effects of whether it's bacteria or radiation. It doesn't destroy it. It just neutralizes the effect. And then it recharges the atmosphere with this purified life energy. That's all I know about it. And my last question to you is about these mantras. These mantras are obviously going to be in Sanskrit. And so the pronunciation is going to be critical. How long are the mantras? Is it just a couple mantras said over and over for 10 minutes? How complex is it to learn them? Well, I'll just do one for you. In the evening, Aganaye Swaha, Aganaye Dam Namama. Prajapataye Swaha, Prajapataye Dam Namama. That's it. After each Swaha, you give an offering of rice and ghee. So very short, easy to learn. How's the morning? <laughs> morning is exactly the same, except for the first word is changed. Suryaya Swaha, Suryaya Idam Namama, Prajapataye Swaha, Prajapataye Dam Namama. This reminds me of my days with Swami Muktananda many, many, many years ago. Yeah. I used to hear this in the City Yoga Ashram every day. For those of you that are interested in learning about Agnihotra, please go to agnihotra.org. And Richard, I really appreciate you joining us today to discuss this process for purifying the air and the environment. Very interesting. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kim.